0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Welcome everyone, welcome to Torah TorahAnytime viewers. Thank you very much for coming out tonight. We have a crazy lesson tonight. I'm going to start off with a story and I'm going to, I'm going to prove this point from this story on and on and on and on and on. Story, then the proofs. You ready? Before, before laundry uh, machines were created, which is about 80 years ago. This how story happened 80 years ago. They used to have, they used to have, instead of having a laundry uh, 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 um, uh, machine, they used to have ladies, they would clean their clothing, and the way they did it was, would ha- there was no such thing as a machine. So they had to use a bucket, and they had to use water, and they had to use soap, and, they had to, and the whole process was a whole process. Could you imagine what they went through every single lady doing laundry? The ladies have to thank Hashem all the time. Thank you, Hashem, for the laundry. Did you ever say thank you, Hashem, for the laundry machine? I'm saying also men do it. I remember when I was a Bahud, yeshiva bachud, right, when I was single, first time I'm putting yeshiva in Israel, I'm like, I have a whole pile of, I'm like, what am I doing? Oh, so one of my friends, said, oh, there's a laundry machine, a laundry machine, I know I've been it my life, He's sketching. I was like, I called the cleaners, I said, you do laundry? He said, yeah, the cleaners, I called, come pick it up, I gave him my desk, my, my come pick it up, every week he's picking it up, he's doing the laundry, picking it up, doing laundry, wash, right, fold it. Finally, I see my bill every week, every other week, it's craziness. I asked my friend, How much? I'm spending 30 bucks each time, it's this craziness. He says no, I spent 50 cents on the machine, another 50 cents on the detergent, I think he's paying a dollar? It was back then, it was like a dollar, maybe maximum two dollars, I was like, "What do you sketch me?" Yeah, and the and, and the and yeshiva has a, a yeshiva discount because you're using the yeshiva machine. I was like, "What's going on?" It was like five shekel to put it in, and a five shekel to buy the detergent. So let me let me learn how to do this thing. I learned how to do it two seconds. Boom, boom, boom. Da, da, da. I knew how to do laundry. I did laundry. You know, what I'm saying? it was easy. But imagine back in the day, back in the day, the woman that what they went through, or even the man when you're single, you're doing your thing. Forget about it. Forget about it. It's crazy. Anyway, what happens? Story goes, true story. Listen to this: There was a lady that was walking one day in the streets, and she saw that she had to go through one of these uh, one of these pathways. And she sees a whole rod of a lady putting all this, like uh, like all these different things hanging. She's like, "Oh my goodness, I gotta get through here, and I can't get through. This is ridiculous." So she took two items that she saw hanging, that was in her way. She just pulled it off the, off the you know there's a rod and, and like cli- uh, clipping hanger, cl- hanger clips. She just pulled one and it, two and she was able to walk. And she just stood on the floor. She was so upset. Listen what happened, listen what happened. I bought the eye, listen what happened. This lady, after she did that, a few months later, her son got very, very sick. You listening what happened? her son got very sick. She went to her of Yosef Chaim Zonnenfeld. She said, Rabbi, Rabbi. He says, what? He says, you got to help me. Help you? What happened? My son, my son, he's uh, this. He's, it's Sakanan Nefashot. It's it's any day now. The doctors are saying. So you know what he says? Listen to what he says. He says to her, listen, at the end of the day, we believe that if something's going wrong in your life, look back to see if you did any sin. Maybe you did something. Maybe you did a chet. She's looking, thinking, I, I don't know what could it be. Think, I don't know. Think, I don't know. Finally, she thinks, let me go back a few months. Rabbi, maybe this isn't what it is. One day I was walking and I took the thing and I put the sheets, I threw that. says, yes, that could be it. But Rabbi, for that, well, yeah, we don't know. So go ask a Mechila. He says, Okay, Rabbi, I'm going to go ask a Mechila. She goes to the door. She knocks on the door. And she opens up the door. She sees, Who is it? Can I help you? Oh, yeah, I need to speak to your wife. It was the husband. I need to speak to your wife. So what happened? been? says, Oh, a few months ago, I took the sheet and I threw it down. And I made it all dirty and this and that. Oh, he said, Don't worry about it. He's like, Why? He so my wife would have told me something. She never mentioned anything. What do you mean? What do you mean? She forgives you? I don't know, but, but don't worry about it. She says, Don't worry about it. He goes back to a she goes back to Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zunnerfeld and says, Yosef Chaim Zunnerfeld, I went back, they don't know what they're talking about. She says, ah, which family was it? She says, family, this family. Oh, this family, I know that family. They don't have any children, zero. And this lady is so humble that she wouldn't tell you anything. She, she probably saw you, which was true. She saw her pulling it down and she didn't say anything. Not to embarrass you, not to not to embarrass you publicly to what you did. So she probably kept her mouth shut. So wow, really? Yeah, that's how she is. And I bless her because she doesn't have any children. I bless her with a child. You know who that she had one child. You know who that child was. Rav Eliyashiv. You have of Chacham Yosef Shalom Eliyashiv. Of Yosef Shalom Ali Yashif. Yashif that passed away at 102 years old, the posek adored, the Gadol Ador, wow. it was, she gave birth to that son, one son she had. You know why? She cared about other people's feelings. She understood. She got a berachah from the rabbi, of course, from Chaim Zunfeld. But why? We don't know how it is to give, them, not to embarrass, and to give the right respect. One of the lessons that we're learning here tonight is, Giving the right respect to other people. And you know where it talks about in this week's parashah? How do I know that? The Beracha of Yaakov. What does it say in the Beracha of Yaakov? The Beracha of Yaakov. It says, Pass me a pass me a uh, chumash, please. we have a chumash over here? We have it over there. Pass me a chumash. Tzadi. Pass me a chumash over there. I'm going to get it for you now. But before we start, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to read you this. Better the one that gives a smile, his white teeth to his friend. More than you give him a cup of milk. Again, hear that? Better you give your friend a, a smile with your white teeth. Hi, how are you? See, you know Hashem's with us. The light bulb went on. It's crazy, it's crazy. Better you give the the light, the white light bulb went on. It's like right? Better to better to smile to a person than to give him what a cup of milk. Why, why? You gave him kavod. You gave him honor. You gave him respect. You gave him something that a, 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 a cup of milk cannot give. A cup of milk, what is it? Some vitamin D and you're drinking the vitamin D. But you know what it is to smile at somebody? You don't know what that smile does to that human being. It lights him up. Wow! This is what it says to the rabbis, teachers over here. Better to give him a white smile, white teeth. Imagine you have a person so thirsty. He needs a drink. He's this, I'll, I'll eat anything, I'll drink anything. And all of a sudden you say, you know what? Hey, this is for you. And you give him a smile, and you give him something to eat. That smile is more than the actual food itself. Why? Because you honored him. That helps his boost him. Wow, you're thinking of me. You hold of me. You feel that I'm a, a, I'm a somebody. You're actually looking at me. You actually wow, 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 wow. You're giving him so much more than just a glass of milk. Do you hear that? What's going on over here? You hear that, what's going on over here? And I want to read you the Pasuk because, really, in essence, these Pesukim are very, very important to know. You have to understand something. In life, a person, when he, when he, boys, 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 please, 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 please. please. This is the Beracha that we see over here. You know, Yaakov is passing away over here. And he's giving Berachot to each one of his children. And what is the what is the beracha that he gives to Yehuda? One of the things he gives a lot of berachot, but one of the things that he gives to to Yehuda over here is what? Anybody know a little bit of it? Read it over here. He says, "Chachlili enayim yayin U'ben chinay mehalav. The Gemara is Doresh. Don't read it. U'ben ch'inaim mehalav. Rather, rather, it says on this with do- Doresh. Atikri le'ben chinay Ela li'bun chinay mehalav. What's li'bun? Libun is white. The Pasuk over here says, U'ben chinay mehalav. Ben Chinaim doesn't make sense, so, Ben Chinayim Halab? So the, the, the Rabbi's teachers, read it, Libun Chinayim, when you give a whitened teeth to somebody, it's greater than Halav itself, it's greater than what? Than the milk that he's going to drink, because you respected him, you honored him, you gave him confidence. Rabbotai, respecting a human being is so great. You know how I know? Look at the next week. Look at this week in the Torah. It says, It says, Who's Yisrael? Yaakov. What does it say about Yaakov? It says, Yaakov strengthened himself to sit on his bed. To be strong, to sit on his bed. What does that mean? You know what was going on in this week's parasha? Yaakov is passing away. And he says, Yosef, I need you to come. I I need you to ask you something. Please come. Yosef comes, and as Yosef is coming, they tell Yaakov, by the way, Yosef is about to enter. Yosef is about to enter? He's trying to stand up, he's trying to make himself, like like, like, like like stand up on his bed a little bit, to stand up, not crouch, but rather on his bed. Why? And it's right, listen to what Rashi says, even though he's my son, he's a king, he's a king, I'll respect him. You hear what's going on over here? He's a king. Even though he's my own son, I'll respect him. This is The Torah goes out of its way to tell you that. Who cares over here? Who cares? Yaakov is dying. Just say this story. Yaakov is dying and Yaakov calls in his son and he had to say that he that he strengthened himself up? Yes, that's an important story. Do you know how hard it was for Yaakov at that moment, the last moment of his life, to strengthen up, to lift himself up a little bit just to greet the king, his own son? And why? To show respect. You ever hear such a thing like that? To show respect. And you know what your same did in last week's parasha? To show his father respect? Go look at the Pesukim in last week's parasha. You know what it says over there? It says that he sent them donkeys and camels of what? He sent them camels of full of wine, wine barrels. Imagine you send, you know, an 18-wheeler truck. You ever see an 18-wheeler truck? You imagine right now, you send to your father, who is, let's say, wherever it is, he's a few blocks away, let's say, a a travel away, you send him a tractor trailer filled with wine and boxes and boxes of wine. You send him a thousand bottles of wine to your father's house. And you know why he was sending it to him, by the way? He was telling him, Daddy, come to Egypt. This... Send him all this and tell him that Yosef is inviting him to Egypt. Come to Egypt, daddy, come to Egypt. And he's sending all this. He's going to have to bring it all the way back to Egypt anyway. He's going back to Egypt. So why are you sending the thousand bottles? You know why? To show kavod for his father. He knows his father's not drinking a thousand bottles. Why is he sending so many bottles? You know why? To show respect for his father. That's why. Daddy, I respect you. Here you go. You ever you ever see you ever see sometimes a person's getting engaged and all of a sudden he buys his uh a new wife to be? Like uh three hundred uh, what is it? Ten dozen roses, twenty-five dozen roses, you see a whole big bouquet and there's flowers all over the place and there's and there's petals and you, what's going on over there? Your whole bouquet of of of, of uh three hundred uh, three hundred roses. She needs three hundred roses? She's not going to... What is she going to do with 300 roses? Huh? Huh? You know what it is? You know what you're doing? you show showing respect. That's what you're showing. That's what you're doing. You know what I did? With the, 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 you know what I did? Rok Hashem, Hashem. blessed me with a baby girl. Two weeks, three weeks ago. Thank you, thank you. You know what I did? You go see my house. People that couldn't believe my house. What I do? I literally went to the store. I bought... You know those balloons, it's a girl and all these different things? I literally bought a hundred balloons. Okay? I'm not joking. A hundred balloons. I put it my whole house, my whole house, boom. So one, when she comes home from the hospital, she sees, whoa, not that she needs a hundred balloons. What's going to be with these balloons? You think it's... Just to show that I am grateful and I'm happy. Wow, look at this. Oh my goodness. Imagine, it's a girl, it's a this, it's a that, you know, different decorations, and that's my block, my whole block, small. I I thought I was going to surprise people, I had a girl, no, they all knew. Why? I I love my daughters decorating. So what they do, they put like 20 of them hanging on the railing outside the house, it's a girl, you know? Boom, the whole block knew. But why? You say to yourself, why do you do that? I don't know if it was exactly 100, maybe it was 50, I don't know exactly, it was a ton amount. And what is it, it's a few dollars? Not even, I don't think it cost me more than 150 dollars. But what? That shows your wife that honor, that respect. Wow! You're honoring me? You know what it says in the Rambam? The Rambam says you're supposed to respect your wife more than your own body. Don't you love yourself? Don't you want respect for yourself? We have to run away from kavod. We don't want to demand kavod. We're supposed to run away from kavod. But giving kavod? We give kavod. Give as much kavod. Nothing's going to happen if you give kavod. You're not going to lose anything in your life if you give people respect. And guess what? The level of respect is also incumbent on the person who you're giving to. For example, your father and your mother, you have to give them more respect than regular people. You know that, right? You know that, right? That I, I'm sure I don't have to tell you that. Your rabbi... You're a, you're a rabbi, you have to give more respect than a regular person. Kavod, you know what it is to mechabed the rabbi? It's a different respect. It's a different different outlook of respect. I remember Mishtoach Manot, my, one of my rabbis was making a joke. It says, Mishtoach Manot, every year he gets a hundred million Mishtoach manot. Every guy he wants to send it's great. That year he says, guys, last year I had so many. And anyway, it says, Mishtoach Manot Ish Lere'ehu. It doesn't say Mishtoach Manot Ish bo. You know, what I'm it says, Mishnah Manot, Ish to his friend. Don't say to his rabbi. You know, what I'm he was making a joke. Of course, we sent him, and we, and he should send you rabbi, Mishnah Manot. But he's just trying to bring a point that what, at the end of the day, your rabbi is a different respect. It's a, Your parents are a different respect. Your rabbi is a different. Your wife is a different level of respect. Your wife is a different level of respect, by the way. I'll never forget, we were sitting down. By the way, it says, to be wealthy when you respect your wife. You know what happened once? I saw it was me and my me and my friends. We were there when we were younger. We see a guy, we see one of the wealthiest guys. We're looking at him. We see how he acts. We see how he acts. This guy, you know what he did? He's married maybe twenty years. Twenty years. He opened up his door for his wife. That's respect. Now I know why Hashem gave him the segulah. Well, only because he respects his wife. He respects his wife. One of the things of giving. said, of course, we're not going into that right now. I'm talking about respect. Respect your wife. Do you, ever, do you ever respect your wife? How often do you respect your wife? Oh, if you don't have a wife, soon you're going to have a wife. How are you going to respect her? Amen. Now, all those guys who are single now are saying, "Yeah, I can't wait to get married. I'm her like a queen, like a queen, like a queen." I can guarantee you. Go ask any married guy. They said the same thing when they were single. <laughs> yes no? said Yes no? Yes. Yes. But what happens? A wife becomes like you know your wife. You you get used you to get it, to you wife. get used to it. it's your wife. Look, look at your father right now. Does your father open up the door for your mother? I was like, yeah, what do you mean? What's the difference your father, and your mother? When your father was single once upon a time and now he married your mother, what, what do you think? Yes or no? Yes, oh, they, does he open everything? But I guarantee if you ask your father, Dad, did you open up the door for mommy when you were engaged? I guarantee you say, Oh, of course. Of course. Did you ever scream at mommy ever when you were engaged once? Oh, but after you get married, oh, it could be that you raised your voice once. But what do you mean? Queen, I remember when you proposed that, I saw the video, you were on the balcony playing the violin. Oh, yeah, yeah. would you marry me? <laughs> so therefore, all you single guys out there, for that time you're going to get married? Amen. And what do you do? What do you do? Don't forget this lesson, to respect you forever. Forever. <laughs> I saw a video of Rav David Feinstein. Allah v'shalom. I saw a he said to me, I have it in my phone, it's great, my shnub. He's running, I'm got all these in the 80s. And he's respecting his wife. He says, honey, you go first. Should I tell you what happened today? Just today. I was preparing the shiur. And I was respecting my wife. You know, when you hear the shiur, the, the shiur helps the rabbi. You know what I'm saying? It helps, helps me. And, and, and my wife made um, uh, uh, soup. And I came, I came maybe like three minutes later, and my soup, I thought, oh, okay, I'm coming right away. Right, right. The soup was ready, my soup was ready. And I saw that there was, I could tell it was, the steam was coming out, but she said oh, I said, oh, I took it out three minutes ago, let me get you another bowl of soup. I said, wait, did you eat yet? She says, no. She says, okay, you know what? I'll eat this bowl of soup, and you take the hotter, you know, it's hotter, you take the hotter bowl of soup. You know, sometimes it's cold outside, you want a hot... The hot soup, you know, makes you, makes you just like, oh, perfect, you know. So, no, I tell her, I'll take this soup, you take the hotter soup, I tell her. Because I'm learning about this, the respect. You know what my wife did? She took the soup, and she said, no, I'm going to take your soup, and I'll make you a brand new hot, hot, hot bone soup. That's what she did. I'm trying to give her the respect, and she gives you the respect. You treat your wife like a queen, you get treated like a king. <laughs> you heard that or no? no, no. Come? This only one, huh? But you get what I'm saying though, right? You boys get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying, or no? it's a very important point. Where are you gonna hear this respect? And guess what? Where do we learn it from? From Yaakov Avinu Yaakov Avinu goes ahead and respects Yosef, his own son. Why? You become king? I'm going to respect you. Whoa! And the Torah goes out of his way. How? He's pushing himself. Even though he's tired, it doesn't make a difference he's still pushing himself to do it. And guess what? Yosef did the same way to Yaakov. Yosef says, My daddy, Yaakov, I know you're coming soon to me, but out of respect for you, I'm going to send you so many bottles of wine. Here you go, here you go, here you go. I know you're not going to use them. I know it's too much for you, but at the end of the day, I'm showing you the respect and honor that you deserve. You understand what's going on? But I'm not done, by the way. I'm not done. You know why? Look at the respect that it says we're going, to ask, we're going to be asked in Shamayim. You know what one of the questions we're going to ask in Shamayim? Himlachta et Konecha. Did you make your creator, the one who created you, a king? Did you? Did you crown your creator a king? Did you crown Hashem a king? Did you? Did you respect Hashem? Did you love Hashem? Did you, did you think about Hashem? Did you thank Hashem? Did you ever say, I love you Hashem? Yes. Okay, good. I'm very happy. I know you did. Tomorrow, I know you did. Now the next question is, <laughs> et Did you crown your friend? They're going to ask that question. Did you make your friend, did you put him up on the pedestal like he's a, he's like a melech? Did you say, you know what, I'm going to give you the honor, I'm going to give you the right respect that you deserve? Did you? You notice how it's right next to each other. Why? You know what the answer is? You know when you respect your friend, it's as if you you know in that Hashem gave him a tsein melokim, it has, he has godliness in him, Hashem blew him in Neshama, and that already you're respecting the fact that he is God's child. You hear that? When I respect you, I'm respecting Borei Olam, Hashem's, my creator, his child. Is that enough? When you respect him, you're respecting God. Why? Because Hashem, I know. him. He's He's your child, he's my brother, I respect him. We're all connected as one. You know, there's Chavir and there's rea. What does it say? Ve'ahavta le'reacha kamocha zeklal gadol Torah. What's klal gadol b'torah? Ve'ahavta kamocha. Don't walk in front of me, I may not leave. Just walk behind me, and I'll be your friend. And together, we will walk in the ways of Hashem. Right? So, what does it say? It says ve'ahavta le'reacha kamocha. Why didn't say ve'ahavta lechavericha kamocha? Is he your friend or is he your Re'ah? What does it say? How do you call your friend Matan? Chaber. Chaber. No, it says. You know why? explain. Khaver is a Lashon of Chibur. What's Chibur? Chibur means you're attaching two things together. That's Chibur. You have a friendship, you have an attachment together. Re'ah is a stronger level than a friend. It's not just I'm, I'm friends with you because of something. You're one unit. Re'a is a friend. It's, it's not Chavir, it's not, I'm, I'm attaching two things together. It's not Chibur. It's Re'ah is stronger than I'm one unit. When you believe that all Klai still is one unit, everybody's one... So that's what we're telling you, you know why you should love your friend like you love yourself? Because he's not your friend, Chaveir. You're one unit. You're one together. You hear that? You're one, You're one, you're one. It's the truth. We only say the truth. This is Derech This is Derech This is the truth. And that's what we're going to ask you. Why? let me see how you honored your friends. Let me see how you gave honor to people. Like the the of the, Yehuda, that they read it, Libun show your teeth. Sometimes you see people, you don't want to see people sometimes. I'm thinking about, I remember one time, said, someone guy said, Rabbi, I don't want him in the show. I said, what? What's going on? He can't do that. Every time, he's an ekhaf face. You know what Echa faces. face <laughs> <laughs> is? I feel it's Chabav. I said, why do I feel it's Shabab? And all of a sudden, he looks at me, look, 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 Rabbi. Shabab, every time, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. You, know, you ever see people like that? Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, this guy I don't want to see. Why do you want to see him? Because I feel like I'm depressed every time I see this guy. Why? Because he's hot face. Every time I see him. Yo, what's up, man? How you doing? Good. Good. Get, get some energy, you know? Good, great. I'm doing great. Show him your teeth. I'm doing awesome. How you doing? Show him your teeth. Show him your teeth. Why not? You show the teeth, it, it, I'm telling you, there's a special enzymes, physically, sci- scientifically, yeah. science proven, that your your enzymes that you're showing in your teeth, wow, even looking at me right now, like you see the smile, like they're the teeth, yeah, it's the, <laughs> yeah, you like know, yeah. I'm like, yeah, wow, it's a different thing, you just smile, how are you smiling, Can like, you see the smile, so you smile, it's a contagious thing, but it's the, just the truth, okay. damn it, damn it. this is the truth, which I tell you, now, let's go on, now the next thing is, that we have to know is, there was a, there was a, um, it says, in perkavot Mechubad, who is the respected person? Anybody know? Ham Mechabedet Respect other people. Yeah. You're not respecting people so you want to respect back. You respect because that's the right thing to do. Some people, they say, Oh, you know, I'm going to respect him because I don't get the kavod back. And all of a sudden, he doesn't respect me back. I'm not respecting him anymore. What happened? You respect him because you're respecting him because that's the right thing to do? Or you're respecting him because you want the kavod back? Which one? You have to respect him because he deserves the respect. You understand, Tzadik? Tomorrow we're going to see your white tea. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. The next thing is, the next thing is, I'm going to tell you something amazing right now. That it says in the Pasuk, They tell Yosef, By the way, do you know your father is sick? Tell me something. You think Yosef didn't know his father is sick? Think about it. 22 years. They didn't see him. They didn't see each other. You know how much love they had for each other, Yosef and Yaakov? You're telling me Yosef didn't know? So, oh by the way, let's go tell Yosef that his father's sick. You don't think that Yosef was visiting his father every single day? Hello, they didn't see each other for 22 years. You hear what's going on over here? Hello, Matan! 22 years they didn't see each other. Now you tell me Yosef didn't visit him? Oh, by the way, let's go tell Yosef something. What, 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 what's the news? Hedush, your father's is getting sick. Go, go, go visit him. What? Yosef doesn't know, you have to tell him? You know what the answer is? Yes. You had to tell him, you know why? Because listen to the Hajbon. Yosef said, if I go, and I stick by my father a lot, and I'm with him a lot, you know what it will do to the kavod of my brothers? The brothers were scared. Oh my goodness, if Yosef is with Yaakov, Yaakov might ask Yosef, how would you get to Egypt? And what is Yosef going to say? My brothers, what? My brothers sold me. And who's going to be embarrassed? Who's going to be embarrassed? All the brothers. So you know what Yosef did in order not to embarrass his brothers? He said, "Uh, my dear brothers, don't worry about anything. I'll stay far away from my father. I'll see him once in a while, but I won't be long. You know why? Because I know if I do, you will be embarrassed. Do you get that? Do you understand that? And I want to prove it to you that that's what's going on. That's what's going on over here. I'll I'll show you. So it's a wild thing over here. It's a wild thing. Look at this. It says over here, to teach you the what? The the sidkut of Yosef. He didn't want to go with his father, to see his father, right? Why? I'm reading the Pesik Rabati. The rabbis teach us in a sefer called Ve'ev Yosef. Listen to what he says. He didn't want to go alone with his father. How did your brothers do this? What did they do to you? And then i will maybe curse out the brothers. Heaven forbid. So Yosef wanted to give the kavot to his brothers and not to embarrass his own brothers and say, you know what? If I go with daddy... And they're going to think always, oh my goodness, He's going to tell on us, 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 He's going to tell on us. To respect that, He says, I'm going to show you, it's a wild thing. Imagine that? It's a wild, but I'm going to say even more now. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to the sakana that Yosef puts himself in. Such a sakana that it says over here, Yosef finally meets his brothers. And if anybody knows the story, his brothers basically are tremendously strong. His brothers are ridiculously strong. Any one of his brothers was ridiculously strong. And they could have killed Yosef at any moment. And Yosef started to hear what's going on. And he says, I want everybody to leave. Everybody out, I'm gonna be alone with my brothers. He doesn't say the brothers, but I want to be alone. And he tells the brothers Ani Yosef. You know why he didn't want anybody to be around? Not to embarrass any of the people around to say, Oh, look at you guys, you sold your own brother, Ani Yosef. I'm the one that you took from, from, from Egypt. You sold me. In order not, he took a chance of getting killed, even. Not to get embarrassed. You hear what's going on over here? I'll read it to you. It's a majnun thing. It's a wild thing. He writes over here. Listen to the Bereshit Rabbah. The Midrash Rabbah says, Yosef Yosef made himself a big sakhanah. He says, Every person, get out of my room. This is what Yosef said. This is Madrush to Midrash Tanhumah says, "Mutav eherog better that he gets killed, evayesh not to embarrass my brothers in front of the Egyptians. Better to get killed than embarrassed." He said himself, "What's going on over here? What's going on over here?" You know why? Because Yosef knew the sensitivity of having respect for others. That's the bottom line. He had that knowledge and He knew that clear as day. And by the way, we have this all the time. You know what it says? Should I tell you the next case? Tell you the next case. Let me ask you a question. I'm going to end off with this, really. Let me ask you a question. You ready for this question? If you're walking in a desert and you have one cup of water and you, when you're walking with your friend, and you have the, you have, you have the cup of water, you have the thermos, ice cold thermos, and you're both dead thirsty. You both can't, you gotta drink. You have one thermos. either, what do you do? Either, three choices. You drink it, and your friend dies. You give it to your friend, and then heaven forbid you could die. Or you split it half-half, and you both die. Because <laughs> you, you need you need to drink one cup. You drink. Let me read it. Let me read it to you. This is the Gemara Mesech Bab Metziah. ben Petura. Listen, I'm quoting you Gemara. Sh'tanya, sh'tayim haochim Maderech. Two people are walking in the, in the road. Echad, kiton shel One person has a cup of water. If they both drink, metim. No, if they both drink, they both die. If one of them drinks, then what? He'll stay alive, another one dies. Are you ready? Listen. Better. They both drink, veyamutu, and both die. Not to see your friend die, heaven forbid. Better! I'm reading Gemara. Better! Split it up! Let them both drink! And don't see your friend, heaven forbid, to die, heaven forbid! Gemara continues. Until the biakiva came. And this is the halacha we learn by and he says, <laughs> The Pasuk says, <laughs> Your life comes before your friend's life. If it wasn't for this Pasuk, if Rabbi Khivat didn't find this Pasuk, without this Pasuk, what would happen? You'd have to split. Why? Kavod. I can't see my friend like this. Here you go, my dear friend. But what do you mean? You're going to die. Doesn't make a difference. Until you have a basuk that tells you everything. If it wasn't for that basuk over to be Akiva, huh? you respect your friend and give him half and half so you don't see your friend's death. Do you realize what kavod you have to do to your friend? Do you realize the honor you have to do? I always say you don't lose anything when you give honor. You don't lose anything when you give honor. I'll never forget I have uh, my roommate in Israel. Was now right when I was when I was Yeshiva Bakr, His name is Rabbi right, Joey and right? And listen to the story. I remember, anytime somebody would 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 um, would give him something, whatever, he would say thank you, thank you, thank you so much, thank you. So I said Joey, you say thank you in one sentence, like literally like eight times. It says, do I lose anything by saying thank you? I said no. It says. Does, do I gain something from the other guy? He's, he feels so good, right? I say, thank you so much. And I am sincere about it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow, this is amazing. Thank you. Wow. And I gave him the right kavod. You don't lose by giving respect to people. You don't lose. And therefore, tonight's show is about that. Respecting other people. You know why? Because we learn it a few times. We learn it that Yaakov's father, Yaakov's, ya, sorry, says father, Yaakov, he stands up, hazek it says, the Torah says that he was on his deathbed, and still Yosef is coming to show respect because he's a king. So therefore to show that honor, he was pushing himself. The Torah is saying he's pushing himself to give that respect. We learn from Yosef. What did Yosef do? He sent to his father dozens of dozens of cases of wine. Not that he's going to drink that wine, but just to show him the right kavod. Daddy, look, I want you to come to Egypt. Come down. This is what I'm giving you. Wow. You see from Yosef, he didn't want to embarrass his brothers, so he wasn't staying with Yaakov the whole entire time in Egypt, so his brothers don't think, oh, Yosef is going to tell them now. Yosef is going to tell them now. He was ready to get his life killed. How not to embarrass himself in front of what? In front of his brothers, in front of the Egyptians. Take everybody out. I won't only speak to my brother. Everybody out. You're going to put yourself in second, Ah, I don't care. It's not respectful of my brothers. Do you understand the level of respect that we have to have for other people? And there's different levels of respect as well. To a king gets a certain respect. A father and mother gets a certain respect. A rabbi gets a certain respect. A wife gets a certain respect. A even a person's children deserve a certain respect. You know that? Hey, douche. Even your 9-year-old, 10-year-old kid, they deserve that certain respect. I was, I was walking today. I was walking today. And there was, there was a crazy story. I'm not going to go into that right now. But I was walking a certain way in the street. Certain street, they closed off. And I had to walk by. They closed it off, and there was people walking. Closed it off from cars, people they allowed to walk. I go there, I see a funeral. I say who is this? It says Rabbi so and so. I was like, oh my goodness. I hear one of the people talking on the on the on the speakerphone. You know what he says? This is what he says: My father never gave up on me. When I was a little boy, he always says, you're going to do it and you can do it and I trust in you and I believe in you and I have faith in you. He gave me the right respect and that's how I became who he is. Now the guy, he's 40 years old with a long beard like this, giving shiurim. And he's saying about his father that just passed away. You know how? Because my father gave me the right respect by believing in me that I can make it. I understand what's going on. You understand what's going on? Abutai, review the shiur. Respect other people. Show them your teeth. Show them your white teeth. Don't be Echa face. Don't be uh ah. You know what I'm talking about. Be those people encouraging. Wow, how you doing? I miss you. How you doing? I Be encouraging. I know one rabbi. He told me this. He said he would practice. He said he would practice in the mirror. He would probably Had a smile. Once he perfected, like you go like this, this they don't like, this. No, like this, this much, this much, this much, and he tried it until he perfected it. Now, if I tell you who this rabbi is, you'll flip out. Now everybody, wow! This rabbi, they love just seeing the rabbi. Why? Because they know he's going to get the smile. Hashem, let's keep on smiling. Let's keep on growing together. Let's remember this great lesson.